Welcome to Meant for This with Caroline J. Sumlin, a podcast for the modern Christian mama who wants to redefine the current narrative and unapologetically show up for what she's been called to in the home, community, marketplace, and the world in that order. Here, you will find tools, resources, education, and inspiration that will help you break free from burnout, get focused, live on purpose, and manage it all with grit and grace, because you are meant for this life that God has called you to. Hey mama, welcome back to the Met for this podcast. I'm super excited to have you here today for a special episode that is near and dear to my heart. I really wanted to do this. This is completely outside of the norm, but it's important and it matters to me. Now, before I get started, I want to make a quick disclaimer. You might hear my monitor in the background. It might be very, very faint, but this is me showing up for you all and showing you all how you can pursue a dream or desire that's on your heart, one that God has placed you there and is calling you to while you are balancing motherhood and also showing up for your children. I'm currently recording this episode during my children's room time and nap time. I used to wait for bedtime to record my episodes and that works and I still do, but I try to do more of them during the day now, especially because I wake up a lot earlier now to get more creative work done. And in order for me to do so, I've got to get to bed earlier, which means if I'm staying up late recording podcast episodes, I'm not getting to bed until 11 o'clock, sometimes later, and then it makes it really hard to wake up in the morning. I also want to make sure that I'm reserving time in the evening to fold laundry and to unwind with my husband and maybe do a little bit of a light exercise and rest and enjoy my family and In order for me to do that, in order for me to really preserve the evenings for what they're really meant for, which is rest, relaxation, and preparing for the next day, I want to make sure that I'm able to record as much as I can during the day. So I've revamped my work systems in order to really fit the life that is not not only desired of me, it's one that I want, but it's also a life that I feel God is calling me to, and that is one where I really prioritize my children and my family at certain times of the day where there's no question. It's a non-negotiable. So that being said, I'm going to take a quick sip of my Ticino. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I love my Ticino. It is a coffee alternative. You can use my code Mission Motherhood to get 10% off your own Ticino and you will not regret it. It's the best cup of warm goodness that you can have in the afternoon when you know it's too late for coffee or you don't want any of those jitters or you want to quit coffee altogether but you still want something that resembles coffee and tastes like coffee and gives you that feeling of coffee, Ticino is for you. So I'm going to quickly take a sip and then we're going to dive right in. So it's Black History Month and this is absolutely one of my favorite months of the year. Black history is American history, you all. This country was built on the backs of enslaved Black Americans, and even though many days it feels like we are still walking through the Jim Crow era, we have come so far as a people, and it is something to celebrate and celebrate loudly. Now, if you grew up like I did, then Black History Month in your school every year was probably reduced to a repeat learning about Martin Luther King Jr., and of course that would have been the very watered-down version of his history. 
Rosa Parks, and Malcolm X, if you were lucky to cover Malcolm X. I know a lot of uh, schools probably didn't because Malcolm X was a lot more radical, a lot more um, divisive with his civil rights activism. And so that makes a lot of people uncomfortable and a lot of people don't actually talk about Malcolm X. But depending on where you went, you probably have heard of Malcolm X. You probably learned about how heroic the, these people were and that because of them, black people no longer suffer in this country. And oh, Harriet Tubman was probably in there somewhere too, as far as, you know, her being the hero that saved all the slavery, which is, you know, she's a hero, yes. But that particular very, very basic summary of black history is not the real deal. It's not the entire picture. It's not even a glimpse of the picture. And it's unfortunate that we really have to reteach and retalk and re and and just yeah just really reteach so much of this and help so many of us and myself included even i mean i went to a suburban school in a suburban town that was predominantly white and so my version of black history that i learned was not nearly as complete but of course, but i i was very fortunate to have a mother who felt very strongly about me receiving a much richer education at home and she filled our home with music and and movies and and books that helped to paint the 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 true picture of black history and fill in the gaps that I was missing from my public education okay now don't get me wrong here we love our MLK our Rosa and our Malcolm they are some of the greatest heroes of the civil rights movement but there is so much rich history to dive into and it's important that we teach it with the whole truth that while many things have improved in our country within racial injustice, that this is really still the beginning and we are still fighting every single day to be loved and fully accepted by the country that we as a people, we as Black people, built. And that as a people, we are still suffering directly from the impacts of, of slavery and white supremacy. Just take a look at the education gap, the wealth gap, and the health disparities in our country to name a, f a few. When you consider the full truth, the accomplishments the Black community has made in spite of everything are even more remarkable than our society gives us credit for. That is why during Black History Month, I want you to focus on celebrating the beauty of Black history with your kids. Yes, we must teach the whole truth and the whole truth has so much pain and so much just so much pain. It, it, there, there's, there's a, it's, it's a hard truth to teach, but there is beauty to celebrate within that. And that is really important, especially now, especially after the year that we have had. We as Black people deserve for our beauty to be celebrated, for our joy, for our accomplishments to be celebrated. And when it's just us celebrating, of course, we're going to celebrate us, right? Like we, we, we want to, and we, we love us. We love being black as hard as it is to be black in America. We love being black. It's just a beautiful, beautiful culture to be a part of. But when we're the only one celebrating, sometimes it kind of further, it further, it, it further communicates, I guess, maybe how unimportant we are to everybody else. You know, like we already, we already know that, like we already, we already know that it, unless it's our culture that's being appropriated or, or, or um, stolen from us, for lack of better words, um, you know, it's that they, our, our culture is, is so often repeated, and it's so often um, imitated, and taken, and then you, you know, someone else does something within our culture, or something along those lines, and, um, or, or appropriates our culture, and of course, then it becomes a trend, then it becomes the hit, the hit thing, when it's something that has been in our DNA since forever, 
these things are frustrating for us. And that seems to be sometimes the only times that we are really loved and remembered and, and honored as a people. Now, again, don't get me wrong. Things have gotten a lot better. They've gotten a lot better. And I've, I've definitely noticed a rise in allyship and a rise in, in a desire to understand the story of the Black community in our country within the last year. Um, and it's unfortunate that some of the most unfortunate events have had to take place over and over and over and over and over again for that to happen. But usually that is when change happens, when people get so uncomfortable, when when humans get so uncomfortable to the point where it's unbearable and you are forced to move. That's what causes change. So, And that's that's true in our lives, right? So it's unfortunate that it has to be that way, but it had to be that way for things to change. And hopefully things will continue changing. But still, we have a long way to go to really feel truly loved, truly honored, and truly celebrated in this country that is just as much ours as it is yours. Okay. So one of the ways that we can do that, one of the ways that we can really begin to create this change is to celebrate Black history together, to really make this month not just one that, you know, you post something on Instagram or you watch your black friend celebrate it and you kind of give like a, a high five from afar, but you really take part and you actively celebrate Black History Month every single day with us. That is what will be extremely monumental. Okay. So that being said, I wanted to give you all some fun ways that you can really celebrate Black History Month with your kids slash your family. Okay. So one idea is to study the black history behind what everyone is currently interested in. So for example, say you have three children and one child is interested in music, the other child is interested in dance, and the other child is interested in cars, okay? So you can make it fun for them by having them learn about notable people in their fields of interest that paved the way for black Americans. And or you can go even deeper with it. So for example, the child that loves music, you can teach them how All the music we listen to today is rooted in the sounds of Black America from jazz, rock and roll, Motown, etc., all the way to what's popular now. You can root those sounds all the way back to the really the beginning of of Black music. And that's where a lot, if not all of our music is really spurred from today. Yes, even rock and roll. It started with Black people. You can play Black music every morning and watch Motown Magic on Netflix and make it really fun and exciting. Um... If you have a child that loves to dance, you can introduce her to Misty Copeland, who was the first black classical ballerina. Have her research Misty. You can buy the book Bunheads, which is written by her and about her. And that's a that's a children's um, children's book, by the way. And you can discuss together why black people are so heavily excluded from the world of professional dance. Some of those reasons being not only just skin color, but our, our features and our body. We're often a lot thicker and we have a lot, you know, our, our body parts just present themselves differently and we are not seen nearly as beautiful as our white counterparts. So that's one of the biggest reasons why dance is one of the latest fields to really be able to have black people shine. And we're really just getting started because Misty Copeland is rather young and she made um, she made history very recently if you really look into her story. You can also introduce her to the Alvin Ailey Dance Theater, which is an all-black professional dance company. And that is an, a beautiful dance company. If you've never heard of it, you're in for a treat. Look them up on YouTube. I've never seen 
I've never seen dance like this before. Okay. So that would be an amazing thing to study with your child that loves dance, for example. For your child that loves cars, you could introduce them to Motor City USA, aka Detroit, which is the home of Motown, which is where Motown came from, Motor City Motown. Talk about how the car industry slash factories were some of the main sources of employment for Black Americans and how it's been incredibly hard on Black Americans that were once thriving in cities like Detroit and Flint, Michigan and Youngstown, Ohio, that are now really suffering in in these areas and throughout our country because our primary source of income has been completely demolished because we don't make cars in you know, these industrial factory towns anymore. And I know it's not just Black Americans that were, that were hit by this. I know that's all, you know, really kind of like the, the very middle class America was really hit by this. But um, because Black Americans are less likely to have college education, we were really hit hard because it's harder for us to find other jobs that, you know, match that, that we that would be qualified for. Um, in, and it's 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 unfortunate, and of course, I don't think the answer necessarily. I don't want to go into the, but the, I think the answer is never mind. Just just talking about why there are the gaps there, what what has really happened, and what what black cities used to look like. They used to really be thriving areas before the eighties hit, and and everything really changed. As even though we were segregated, and even though we didn't live and didn't have as much money as as our white counterparts, we did not have the same types of rundown project type neighborhoods back then as we do now. So what happened there? Teaching that is is really the true history that needs to be taught. Now you can do this for any interest, of course. And I went I dove deep into just three random topics, but you can literally take any interest and you can dive into black history and teach the truth and you can teach the beauty and you can teach the magic. You can teach the the accomplishments as well as the defeats and the heartache and the heartbreak and really help your children and yourself to understand the black story, the black community story as much as you possibly can, because it is one that we want our story to be understood. We want it to be told and we want we want to be heard. We have a beautiful and heartbreaking story all in the same. And the best way for change to really happen in our country is for our story to be heard and understood like this. Of course, you want to make it as fun for your kids as possible, but don't stress yourself out either. You don't want to feel like you have to compare yourself to what somebody else is doing or make it a huge grand thing. Even if you just spend 15 minutes every single day diving into a fun fact about the the area of interest and you just every single day you chip away a little bit at a time you switch it up with some with a movie or a TV show or there's tons of YouTube videos out there that do some history explaining of course make sure that you're checking your sources make sure that you're getting the accurate versions and you're not just sharing the beautiful picture perfect oh this happened things were bad and now they're great again i really encourage you to look into how you can tie what happened in history to what's going on now and understand that black history is still taking place right now. We literally just elected the first black female vice president, the, just, regardless of female, the first black vice president, number one, and the first black female vice president, and of course, woman of color in general. So it's not just black people that are you know, a, a minority in this country. And we know that, but we know that the black experience is much different than anyone else's experience. So right now we are focusing on the black experience. Um, we just elected her. We literally just inaugurated her not even a month ago. 
And it's 2021. And Martin Luther King Jr. just died like 58 years ago. It hasn't even been 60 years since he was murdered for fighting for civil rights. Black Lives Matter is kind of like the new Jim Crow, right? Or not the, um, like the new civil rights movement. I mean, not Jim Crow. Black Lives Matter is not Jim Crow. But police brutality and all of the disparities, all of the gaps, all the this, all of the 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 discrimination, the the black experience as a whole. While Jim Crow may no longer be legal, if you look at what black people in this country face, it is a subsect of the Jim Crow era. It is a it is a symptom, if you will. If it, it's a continuation of the Jim Crow era, it's just not. Jim Crow. So sure, segregation is no longer legal, but all of the measures that were put in place to make sure that Black Americans were second-class citizens since the moment we we arrived here and continued on from slavery through the Jim Crow era until now, all those things that were set in place to make sure we were second-class citizens are still there. And we still walk in that story and walk in that reality every single day. So while you listening to this may not have an ounce of hate in your heart, of course, I believe that for a person of color, a black person, understand that your black brothers and sisters walk a much different life in this country than you do. And the best way to support them and the best way to help to create change where we don't have to continue walking this story where it really can be our past but not our present is to celebrate our history and to celebrate our accomplishments and to recognize how we literally built this country and how our 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 culture would not even exist if it wasn't for the fact that we were brought over as slaves from Africa it, there would not be a a black community if we weren't brought over as slaves here and of course in other um, other Eurocentric areas where there was also African slaves and and now we have you know black Europeans and we have black Canadians and we have black Americans and we've got black people all over um, but it was originally just Africans you know so it, it's it's a it's a very beautiful interesting hard somewhat uncomfortable thing but it really can be a celebration and you can help your children to see the beauty in the black culture. You can help them to see the beauty in um, the accomplishments of the black people in, in the music in the entertainment in the talent in the, in the HBCU system, which is the historically black college and university system. The black culture and the black community is really awesome and it's fun. And it's, it's something that we're very proud of and we want you all to celebrate that with us. So I hope that was exciting for you. I hope that was helpful. A little bit of a different episode today, like I said. And um, and yeah, I encourage you to share this. Share this with a mama so that we can spread this, this message and, and we can make this Black History Month a different Black History Month than, than, than years past where there's intentionality behind what we're doing in our homes and we're, we're going beyond just assuming that it's covered in the classroom and covered with our, our kids' teachers because chances are it's going to be very, very, very basic if covered at all. And it's up to us as mothers and as disciples of our children and as 
educators of our children, whether or not you're a home educator or your children go to school full time, you are still an educator of your child. And it's up to us as mothers, disciples, educators, parents to really make sure that we are laying such a strong cultural foundation for our children, just like we want to lay a strong foundation of Jesus for our children, just like we want to make sure we're teaching them the Bible and we're teaching them the history of um, of the world through the lens of the gospel, the same way we go above and beyond to do that for our children and we supplement their curriculum that they're receiving in school with discipleship in that way, we need to be doing the same thing for the history that they're learning because the history they're learning in school is not the whole picture, especially when it comes to black history. And this is true for other cultures as well. But in honor of Black History Month, that's what we're focusing on right now. So again, I hope this was helpful. I'm excited to hear your stories. Maybe you guys can share with me. Come on Instagram, Share with me what you plan to do. Share with me how you're celebrating Black history with your children and tag me on Instagram. I think we should start a hashtag. Like, I don't know. If you have a hashtag that would like combine like meant for this with Black History Month, make one up, shoot it over to me. I'm bad at hashtags, but um, either way, tag me at least. Let's keep this going all month long as you are celebrating it, as you're reading books together, as you are doing some activities or doing some research, and as your children are learning more about Black history as it as it relates to the things that they're interested in, share your photos, tag me on Instagram, and encourage other moms to do the same. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Meant for This. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsomlin.com slash blog. If you love what you heard today, I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe to the show. Also, I'd love to hear from you. If you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of today's episode was by taking a screenshot of you listening to the show, sharing it to your Instagram stories, and tagging me so I can see it and connect with you. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. I'll see you next time.